I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. So I have another incredibly special guest on the show with me this week. Last week, you heard from one of my past clients, Ksenia. Ksenia and I work together inside Back Home to You. So if you missed last week's episode, make sure you go back and listen all about Ksenia's journey inside Back Home to You because she said that Back Home to You was her fast track or her shortcut to recovery. Those were her words, shortcut to full recovery. And this week we have another former back home to you client of mine on the show with me this week. And she also experienced eating disorders in the past and hypothalamic amenorrhea. I know that's a topic that a lot of you are really interested in and always love when I talk about. Um, yeah, whenever I share episodes about hypothalamic amenorrhea, those always seem to be your favorite. So this client of mine that I am chatting with this week in this episode, she also recovered from HA prior to working with me inside Back Home to You. But that is one of the reasons why her and I connected. And she says some really cool things about being recovered from an eating disorder, being recovered from hypothalamic amenorrhea, but still like dealing with some of more of like the mental stuff and knowing that like your body is recovered, but not really feeling like totally recovered mentally. So I thought that was really interesting. And that is one of the reasons why she felt um, so excited and she felt compelled to join us inside back home to you. So her and I started working together back in September and she made some incredible transformations inside back home to you throughout those 12 weeks working together. She also points out that it was like she had been doing this on her own for so long. Like she knew exactly what she needed to do in order to get to where she wanted to be. But sometimes you do just need that coach or that program or that safe space to really show you that it's actually possible and kind of link arms with you um, and lead you through that journey. Because full recovery and getting from kind of that 
gray area or that middle ground, or if you want to call it like quasi recovery, whatever you want to call it, a lot of the times, um, as women, we get stuck there. And sometimes we just need that extra helping hand to really lead us into what we call full recovery. So I really love how she pointed out that she knew exactly what she needed to do, but she was just not doing it. And working with us inside Back Home to You really helped her take those next steps. And we also talk about her healing her relationship with food without actually talking about food. And I just wanted to point that out because that is something unique that um, we do inside Back Home to You. So my approach inside Back Home to You, I work with a lot of women that are still kind of struggling with lingering parts of their eating disorder, or maybe you don't You've never had an eating disorder before. I just want to make that clear. Not every single person that I work with inside Back Home to You has had an eating disorder in in the past. So you might just be struggling mentally or emotionally or just like have funky behaviors with food and your body. And it's just really cool that inside Back Home to You, there's no specific modules about food or body image. Yet, as you listen to my clients' experiences and where they go, like before and after Back Home to You, you'll notice that they do have healthier relationships with food because we are getting to the root of why those relationships to food or their bodies were funky in the first place. So I just want to really highlight this client that joins me in this episode. She really took this program that I created back home to you and she just ran with it. She She's really, really something else. And I know you are going to love hearing from her. And I actually have the opportunity to continue working with this client and all of my past back home to you clients. So before we jump over to my interview with my client, I just want to let you all know that I have launched another program, but this program is specifically for all of my Back Home to You graduates. So whenever you complete your 12 weeks inside Back Home to You, you will receive an invite to a membership program called Home Forever. And this just allows us to not only continue our journey together, but it also allows my clients who finished up their time inside Back Home to You to connect with all of the other women who also completed the program. So really excited about this membership. Every single month, we are going to have monthly coaching calls as a group and my girls get access to a online portal with meditations every single month and new courses and trainings basically on whatever they want to learn about. I'm really excited about Home Forever and I just wanted to share that with all of you because it's something new and exciting that's happening on my end. So just so you all know, I do have 
new groups of Back Home to You starting each and every month. I accept three women inside each group. So as soon as one group fills up, we will fill up the next group and that group will start the following month. So I do have a group filling up right now for February. If you want to be part of the February group, here's the link that you can go to. And I also have this written out in the show notes as well, just in case you don't catch it right now. If you're listening to this on a walk or while you're driving, whatever. So you can go to megdoll.com slash back home to you. And if anything that my clients have said in these past two episodes, so this episode and the last episode were both my clients sharing their experiences from back home to you. And really, if anything that they say about their journey resonates with you, if you feel similar struggles to what they were going through before back home to you and you are also wanting these results just go to megdoll.com slash back home to you you can schedule your discovery call with me you and I will just jump on a phone call we'll sit in my zoom room get to know each other and just make sure back home to you is the perfect fit for you before we actually move forward so it's a no pressure call just you and I meeting up and getting to know each other, like I said. So megdoll.com slash back home to you for all the details. You can also see what more of my past clients are seeing on that page of my website. All right, so that's enough from me this week. I'm really excited for you to hear from this client of mine. Like I said, she's amazing and you're gonna love her hey sweetheart welcome to the show i'm so excited to have you on with me this week hi meg i'm so happy to be here with you yeah so we wrapped up our time together not too long ago at the beginning of december i guess and i miss you so much like we just had the best time inside back home to you together yeah yeah i miss you too really but i follow you all about on instagram and we're still connected so it's nice yeah and there's more exciting things to come for the ladies that i work with inside back home to you after we're done those 12 weeks yeah so why don't we just like dive in i really am so excited for everyone to meet you and hear more about your journey. I am just absolutely amazed and so proud of all the work that you put into yourself and your healing throughout those 12 weeks inside Back Home to You. And I know you experienced huge shifts. And when you first got started with the journey of Back Home to You, You were struggling with a few things that so many women struggle with. So why don't you share with everyone where you were at, like what life was like for you before back home to you? Yeah, sure. So um, I think um, one of the biggest struggle were my eating disorder or rather the time after because I'm healed from eating disorder, but 
Um, after I recovered, all these hormonal shifts came and all those mood swings and a lot of anxiety. And I didn't know how to how to deal with it. I was completely lost. I was I didn't felt like myself. I didn't I I didn't know the person who I become. Like like to say I couldn't like um, um, deal with my emotions and stuff. And uh, I saw your on Instagram that you're offering this program, and I was at first hesitating a bit because it's like an investment and I thought I'm I don't need this I can do it on my own but like if you have this big anxiety and this and you really so completely lost you can't you can't do it on your own and and it's okay yeah and so that was why I just wanted that someone helped me with that and I really loved how what you posted and what your content was and I was like yeah that's the girl that I want to work with oh and it was like seriously a dream working with you you're just so incredible so you talked about being recovered from an eating disorder but you were kind of in that funny place that a lot of people refer to as like quasi recovery, I guess. I don't know if you identified with that. You can tell us, but you were kind of in that middle ground from not having an eating disorder anymore, but you were still, like you said, kind of lost, kind of struggling. What were your biggest struggles when you were in that middle ground between like where you are today and where you were, which was yeah, past that eating disorder, but yeah, that middle space, it's such a funky space. Yeah, I think it's like for everyone, the basics, like the eating, the movement and how you look on yourself. Like I, I looked on the mirror or I saw my, in my pic, in pictures and I thought, oh my God, I'm so fat. And like, but the real me knew somehow I'm not fat. Like, <laughs> I still like wear some clothes, and like I'm, I and even if like it, it it's not like an indicator if I should love myself or not. And then also the food part. Like I, I was uh, when the program started. I was in this. Mm, yeah I eat everything but actually I kind of need to um, like count my calories to know if I eat well and with your program like after a few weeks I just I just stopped like we discussed it and uh, you said it was a good idea and I think before I also heard it from people I should just stop but with with you on the side it was more easy and I I just knew like that eating is not so difficult anymore and that it should not be difficult and also that movement should not be difficult it it should be natural like aligned with yourself and yeah I think this semi-recovery or like after recovery you often want to go back because it's like a safe place but actually it's not safe for you that is why you want to get back from that place and to move on. So, yeah. That's really beautiful and so powerful. And I, I know that will speak to so many women because, yeah, we do want to or we have like this feeling that we should go back or 
that it's safer if we go back to where we were. But deep down, we know that that wasn't a healthy place to be in. But I think it's like this whole unknown of what's after. Like, what is full recovery, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. I, like I said, I'm just so proud of you and I really do have (laughs) so many questions for you so let's talk about what you just said like you heard a lot of people say hey you don't need to be counting your calories or you know like kind of encouraging you maybe you're following um, intuitive eating accounts on Instagram or whatever, right? And you know what you should be doing, but there was something that shifted when you were actually in a program working with someone, and then you were able to take those next steps for yourself. So what do you think the difference was for you? I think, uh, also if I may be compared to treatment, like, um, a lot of time we are we concentrating with like our nutrition therapist and when we follow certain intuitive eating accounts on food like it's everywhere food 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 you should eat this you shouldn't you should eat that but in your program we don't talk about that we don't talk about if you should have your like yogurt or if you should have eggs and that's that's the amazing part because with your inner work and your like getting back home to getting back to yourself you just you learn like again how to eat how to move how to act to yourself because you know all those things but you just but but with your program it's like a guidance really to those basic steps which are in your heart in your soul and yeah, that's that's the difference from our all above uh, all above these treatments. Yeah, I love that you brought that up because yeah, so for everyone who's listening, there's 12 different modules inside back home to you. So we cover a new module every single week. And not one of those modules are specifically about food or exercise or body image, like there's no specific module on that. But because of the work that we do, you are going to heal those areas of your life if those are areas of your life that you're struggling with or wanting to focus on, right? It just like kind of naturally happens without us directly talking about those things. Yes, and I also think that people who had eating disorder or who have now eating disorder, we are like super sensitive about like food things and about comments on our body. And I remember when my nutrition told me like I should, I could actually lose weight and she didn't meant it like in a bad way, but like still, you know, you have to be really sensitive in, in those things. and. Actually, I think it's not the most important thing in a recovery, like, because recovery is a process. It's, it's not that you like gain weight, you regain your period and you're healthy, you're healthy. You know, it's not that it's a really long process who, who takes time. And if you have all those tools with yourself working, with your soul working, 
then you have a pretty good chance to really recover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so you brought up your period, actually, or like getting your period back. And I think that's also a, another area that you and I connected on even before we started working together, right? Yeah. So you did have HA, hypothalamic amenorrhea. We talk a lot about that on the show. So I know a lot of women will be like, yeah, okay, I'm also dealing with that. And there's just one thing that I'm just so proud of you and all of my other clients who start doing back home to you, either because they have HA or maybe they just recently recovered from HA, but it's like you're still dealing with all of that other stuff, Um, you know, maybe like the body image stuff, and you're still dealing with kind of like the mental chatter or weird relationships with food. I think that just all comes along with HA and I'm so passionate about helping women really get to the root of, okay, like why is this stuff still happening? You no longer have an eating disorder. You have your period back, but like you don't have to live life with like these lingering disordered thoughts or these lingering disordered behaviors. So yeah I just maybe regarding like HA so you did have your period when you started back home to you right yes Mm -hmm. yes but like my hormones were like actually a mess like I had long cycles irregular cycles and I was really stressed out about it like because I regained it like after seven years and I was really freaked out, like every time, will I get it? Will I not get it? And if it's wet, it, it, and it, when it was, was light, I was in more stress and I was just consuming all the HA like stuff and so on. But when I started to deal with my inner problems, with my inner self, why is this actually happening? Why am I under such a pressure? Why I want to be want to do all the stuff like to do it all right then it actually makes it even worse like HA recovery is not perfect like it can't be perfect and for everyone it's so individual and I know that all these guidelines are maybe helpful if you're starting but like if you're like on the if you have like the basics then I think it's better to concentrate on something different because you put yourself under stress, under pressure. Like, I have to get my period, I have to get my period. And that's not aligned, I think, with, with the way to your regular period. Yeah, yeah. So tell us what your periods are like now. I remember when we were like halfway through the program, not even all the way halfway, all of us were kind of like synced up having our <laughs> periods at the exact same time. And it was so cool. Like it was just four of us in the group and one after another, we were like, oh, on our, my period, on my period. And it was so cool. All of us were like bleeding together. But um, <laughs> I also remember you just being so free suddenly. You were like, I'm eating all the foods. Like I'm super hungry. I'm on my period and I'm just eating so like how did that feel for you and kind of walk us through that journey for you 
Yeah, so like maybe if I said like before or in the beginning when we started, I was really thinking about everything, about what I eat, how I should move, that I not move too much, that I not eat too much, that I don't eat too little and blah, blah, blah. But like with the, when going with the program, I was just like, this can't be so difficult. Like you have to eat like it's our nature, like um, habit, how we survive. So I kind of um, started to allow myself to eat. And then suddenly all these thoughts about eating also stopped and like my hormones because I wasn't so stressed about if I get my period or not I like the last uh, three four months were really really regular and I also had my ovulation yeah so yeah perfect yeah that's amazing huge progress and I just want to highlight what you just said so so many women struggle and question why am I always thinking about food right like why why can't I stop thinking about food but you literally just said as soon as I just started eating like all of these thoughts about food like stopped happening yeah and actually I think that now I I really kind of feed into it if like sometimes I I eat crap like I have to admit but I, I feel it. I, I, I eat it and I'm thinking, mm, maybe that was not so good for my body, but I move on. Like, it's okay. Like, life is not perfect. And yeah, I think that's, that's beautiful. And if you, if you eat enough, you actually have like more cravings to eat in a way which is aligned and healthy for your body. Yes, yes. And exactly, like when we are nourishing our bodies properly and they are getting enough food your mind isn't going to be fixating on the food anymore that's just the way it works right like your mind is going towards thoughts about food it's fixating on food you're constantly thinking about food if you're deprived of food like this is just naturally how the body works and I think also this is just like not specifically about your journey through back home to you but I think it's a really important topic that we talk about today because you have been through HA recovery and you and I can just like jam out on this for a little bit but you know in HA recovery how you have to start honoring your hunger so like if you're physically hungry you have to eat and then if you're thinking about food you need to eat like that's another sign and what I see women getting so caught up on is like okay when can I stop responding to like this psychological hunger right like when can I so okay so I'm thinking about food throughout recovery and I know I have to eat but like once I get my period back and I start thinking about food like when can I stop like honoring like this sign of hunger and that just kind of It makes me kind of sad that people don't realize that, like, that is a legitimate sign of hunger. You know, like, I'm thinking of my boyfriend, completely normal relationship with food, right? Like, he he has no speck of an eating disorder within him, right? And if we're just, like, lying on the couch watching a movie, 
and he starts thinking about food, like, he doesn't question, why am I thinking about food? Like, he takes that as a sign that he's hungry, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, the, the question most women and girls asked is, when can I start less? And, like, why? Why won't you give your body less nutrition that, that it needs? And I, I want maybe to say that it's really, if you, if you out there had like an eating disorder, it's, it's really dangerous like to limit yourself again. It's, it doesn't do any good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. It's almost like, okay, how can I eat the most food possible? You know, like I love eating so much food and yeah, anyways, I know you and I could talk about HA recovery and like the whole like food aspect of it forever but I want to talk about something else that you brought up is like that investment piece because Mm -hmm. and specifically I want to talk to you about this because you sent me an email before you even got started with back home to you and I will literally never forget this you were like I am ready to invest in myself and I just thought that was really cool that you said that because first of all not many people are like I am ready to invest in myself and a lot of people don't see you know like doing a program like this as an investment that's a really important mental shift that a lot of people have to make right so we often see things as like a an expense versus an investment. And um, when we see things as an expense, sometimes they can feel a little heavy, right? Like, oh, another expense, right? But when we see something as a way of investing in ourselves, that changes the game. And it makes things so much lighter and so much more expansive. So I'd love to hear more about your mindset around money and how you were able to see investing in yourself as such like an amazing thing that you were really excited about doing. Yeah, I at first I want to say that I was also one of these people who was like a bit afraid and very cautious about money and in to invest in myself like I remember that I contacted you like even before for some uh, working together but then I was just like no maybe I don't really need it and it's okay I can do it and and so on but but then like when the time go goes on like you keep Uh, getting back to me somehow and I was just like oh my god I really need to do something with my problems now I have to solve them and I try to solve them also like with as I said like with a normal treatment with like a nutrition and so on but that was not the way I should go and then I just said okay I, I don't I'm I'm desperate. I I just want to feel good in my in myself. I want to do something with it, and it's no matter what it costs. So I just contact you, and then when like the price came, I was just like, mm, it's 
a lot of money like or, or not a lot of money but it's like a serious it's like it's like not that some some money you just want like throw away from a window and don't need it anymore. and uh i was i was just like um but that's that's why is it like so also helpful or helpful it's it's like a value of a certain program of certain like education you get actually like you pay for your school you pay for your education and the program is a sort of education for your soul for your mind and it's it's it was so worth it and now when i look at it we were also think uh, we we're also talking about it i think uh and during our calls that you it's how it works like if you want to work on yourself and you want to learn from people who have like certain like knowledge and who have some authority then they have also a certain value that you you have to honor if you want to like get the knowledge that they offer and also it it's like I believe that the invest that you make in yourself, it's like in a business. If you have a business, you also invest in your business because then it get, you can get more from it. And if you invest in yourself, you can get more from yourself. I mean, it's like we were talking about food. Like if you invest in good food, then you get also the best of yourselves. Like you invest in good schools and good books and I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, you have a beautiful money mindset. And I think also something that really helps people when like shift their mindset around like seeing a price of something as like a cost or an expense as an investment is really mm -hmm. seeing it as like an energy exchange, right? So seeing this number, whatever the number is, seeing like whether that's 800 or 2000 right seeing this as like okay this is energy there's like 800 as an energy and there's 2000 as an energy and whatever that energy you're giving right so if you were the one to send this energy whether that's 800 or 2000 okay so you send that energy that's like the energy you're going to get back, right? So if 2000 yeah. seems like expansive to you, you're also going to get like that amazing expansive energy delivered back to you, right? And if 800 doesn't really feel like significant to you, if it just kind of feels like, well, that's easy, that's the same type of energy you're going to get back. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. kind of like easy. Here you go. Energy. And I'm not saying that's like what 800 is, but I'm just using 800 and like 2000 as an example for some people to kind of like realize that money is really energy and the investment and like price of a program or anything is just simply like an energy exchange. Yeah. And I also wanted to say it's like not that everything what is expensive is good for you, but like if you if you like 
think about it all the time and you like follow you for example and are as me and like thinking about it and you get all those hints that it's like a good option for you then I think you should go for it like you have to think about it of course because it's an investment and about an investment you have to think in all parts of your life so yeah and with the energy I think it's just a beautiful example and it's also energy you have also choose in which will you put your energy in so and I think if you really thinking about it you offer also all those uh, amazing like calls before the program starts so people can like check if it's okay with them or not and then they can decide which I think it's a it's a beautiful thing to do and it's good that you offer it because yeah that gives us like the clients like the chance to really think about this investment of our energy mm-hmm. I love that sweetheart so another aspect of the program I want to chat with you about because I know we had a really fun group you girls all so for those who are listening and don't know back home to use a small group coaching program there's me and three others in the group so four of us total and we have so much fun for 12 weeks together and beyond but um share with us what your experience was like going through a program with two other girls that were going through the exact same steps as you were how did that help you or like what did you enjoy about that yeah, I think it's it's really nice to see how other people like are doing with the program and they're motivating you because we are like chatting also like if you don't have the calls we are like in contact and we see how the persons are allowing uh, like what we what we share together and so on and that's really fun and also if you hear like stories from other people it's it's really beautiful because you you can share your experience with someone else and, and you can learn from them like and you can think about like what they've been through and I think it's also important in in like finding your your way to yourself also hearing other stories like to see that you're not alone in this yeah definitely because again this this kind of has come up a couple times in our conversation but it does sound like you were choosing to be like kind of do it alone for a period of time right you were like I can do this like I'm finding out information whether that be through books podcasts Instagram whatever it was right you're finding this information on your own or information on how to recover alone and you're like okay I think I can I know I can do this on my own and absolutely people can do stuff on their own for sure but I'm living proof of it you're living proof of it that you're going to make like progress on your own right like we're always gonna like kind of make progress but it wasn't until Like, I spent years doing things by myself. And then I invested in myself. I did a program. And 
it was just like this accelerator for me, right? Like it just really like pushed me to where I wanted to be. Whereas like if I didn't do that, I would have still just kind of been plugging away on my own, right? So when you do a coaching program like this, it is like a kind of a faster track for you because you have someone there supporting you. You kind of have all the steps laid out for you. But also, I really love offering it as a small group because you get to grow and learn with other women. And like you said, that does feel really motivating. Yeah, and also like I I was like for, before the first call also a bit like excited and afraid and I actually was was a bit ashamed like from my like from my friends also on that I would just like tell them that I need help and that I do this stuff and so on and then I'm on a call and there are the other two women who who want the same as me and don't feel ashamed at all and are ready also to support me and I think that's that it's really wonderful and it really helped me very much yeah Yeah. oh my gosh that makes me so happy so let's talk about the you today where are you at and how are you feeling um I'm feeling very calm we were chatting about it also that um it's it's so great it's like you don't have this thoughts in your head and all those scenarios and when they're popping up you they just go like goodbye and then you just in yourself and you like my anxiety for example it I don't have it like anymore I okay maybe once a month or something like that I maybe have like a slight anxiety feeling but I know how to act now and and then it just let go and I can be with myself also if I have this anxiety and be happy with myself even if I have anxiety and this is just so much important and I think the biggest what I learn is just I learned from the program is just just um yeah life is not perfect like you can't be like always happy like it's not uh, uh, um, like sunshine everywhere, but you can always be happy with yourself and who you are. Even if you do mistakes, it's like, it's you and you are beautiful. And <laughs> it's just really important to to know this, like no matter what. And like, I also um, started to do like the Ashtanga yoga practice. And this was like one thing that, you girls encouraged me to do and it was another investment if my on myself like it's also like it was also like a co- course which was like um yeah which gives me a lot of energy <laughs> and uh i i got encouraged to do it to invest in myself and don't feel ashamed and i think that's that's really beautiful <laughs> that is amazing yes Um, okay. So, and also just like going off what you said about investing in the yoga course, like, I don't think that really would have been possible for you if you weren't able to first heal your relationship with exercise and heal your relationship to moving your body and why you move your body. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like, um, because I would think, 
No, like Ashtanga Yoga, it's like, it's like pretty hard, but it's not that hard. Like I need to run, I need to do this exercise or this program or blah, blah. But now I'm just like so, so confident and so happy with this kind of movement. So yeah, yeah. I love that. And also I just need to highlight the fact that like yoga, it's a form of movement that really allows us to be extremely present with ourselves, right? Yeah. And can we just talk about the fact that that wasn't something that you were really comfortable with before? No, like I was so uncomfortable to be with myself alone. Like I was, I was just feel, I, I just had to work or do something that I'm not like with my own thoughts with my own like behavior and I could just spend like time with myself I don't know um not not really in a kind way so now it's it's the opposite like I can treat myself for going with myself to a coffee shop for example or um, I don't know or you love like your outdoor walks now and it was just not something you used to do like you were always with someone always really busy doing something and I remember just like a few short weeks into the program you were like oh my gosh like I actually am making time for me to just be by myself yeah and I now really need this like it's also maybe because we touched on topics like human design, right? Yes. And uh, I'm a projector, so I really need a good of rest time. And that was important for me to, to see because often people who have like eating disorder or HA, uh, they are just pushing, working harder, harder, harder. And that really helped me really much because you need the time to rest so that you can give the best of yourself. Yes. Yeah. See, and that's why I include things like the Enneagram and human design into this because it's not about putting yourself in a box and being like, this is who I am. I have to, you know, fit so tightly in this box of being a projector, for an example. But it's more for the self-acceptance piece. It's more for being like pointing out where in your life, maybe you're not living in alignment, right? Where in your life are you pushing yourself because of, like you said, eating disorder tendencies and realizing that like oh wow in order for me to truly accept myself in order for me to truly live in alignment like these are things that I can start exploring and maybe start embracing about myself rather than pushing through because you were tired a lot of the times right because you were just pushing yourself all the time and then I think human design really allowed you to be like oh wow I can embrace like resting. I am so tired. And this yeah. is actually like a huge sign for me that I need more rest. Yeah, yeah. Like I actually studied human design a lot from your podcast also. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a huge hint for me. Like I'm a Enneagram type three. So it's kind of not you would say it's not kind of aligned but now it makes such a such sense like I can work those I don't know six seven hours like 
really good, but then I need my rest time, you know? And yeah, that's so important to know yourself and all those things. So, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I am so proud of you and I just miss you so much. Um, but I do have one more question that I know you know I ask everyone on the show. And that is, what does it mean to you to be unbreakable? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you knew this was coming, but you probably forgot. <laughs> yeah, so I think... Um, it makes that you really feel safe with yourself. Like if you feel safe with yourself, that makes you unbreakable. I love that. That you're safe always. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. Do you feel like back home to you provided you with that like permission to feel safe to be you? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, sweetheart, for coming on this show this week. This was so much fun. Like I said, I miss you dearly, but good things coming for everyone who has graduated from back home to you. <laughs> yeah, I miss you too, Meg, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs>